You're listening to Bite Size Confessional, a segment of Grad School Confessional, where we take a deep dive into a humorous, controversial, or thought-provoking confession from a real grad student in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Dr. Yoasway. I'd like to welcome back my co-host, Anna. Anna, we've done a fair bit of research, wouldn't you say? Sure. Can you describe the different feelings that you've had while doing your research, or how your research has made you feel? Is this... Is this like therapy? No, oh, no, I, I'm definitely not qualified enough for that. <laughs> but there's definitely ups and downs with the whole process, you'd agree? Of course. Usually there are downs, in my case, and then there's lower downs. <laughs> there's like, relative to the downs, there's like higher downs, you know? Yeah, and then there's the Mariana's Trench of downs, which is usually <laughs> when your manuscript gets rejected for the fifth time. Oh, yeah. But would you say you've ever felt threatened by your research, like physically? No. No. No, no. Like, those reviewers give you, like, a verbal thrashing, but, like, it's not like a... No, I've never had a reviewer show up at my door. (laughs) Knock, knock. This is awful. It just cuts you. (laughs) Yeah. No, I certainly can't say I have either. Unfortunately, today's grad student has a confession about a time when their desire to finish their study resulted in a very uncomfortable interaction with the participant. They write, As I started my master's, I was one of the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed individuals who severely underestimated how difficult several steps of the research process were. Particularly difficult was trying to recruit a special population. I posted my ad everywhere, but alas, these ads fell on deaf ears. Upon realizing that I would never have enough participants to finish my masters on time, I decided to up the ante and pay participants out of my own pocket and drive to pick them up and drop them off in my car. Why? Well, because the joys of funding, or lack thereof. This did get me some more traction for my study. However, while driving one individual home after the study, they asked, Do you carry a weapon when you're doing this? This was a peculiar question, as my peers wouldn't necessarily describe me as a physical specimen, and my yet untested combat skills would undoubtedly be in the first quartile. Luckily, nothing came from this but an awkward response of, know why from me, and the participant telling me that nice boys like you can be taken advantage of before leaving my car. This whole interaction is terrifying. (laughs) Like, I know it's kind of like meant to be funny, but it's also terrifying. Like, thank you for participating in my study and the life advice I guess. (laughs) Please don't, please don't follow me. Please don't remember my license plate. (laughs) Please don't take advantage of this nice boy. I know. It's just like, even if it was meant to be this genuine advice, right, from like clearly a more grizzled individual who doesn't own a vehicle, uh, (laughs) um, it's just the way they word it sounds very sinister. Also, who describes himself as a bush-tailed? Bushy-tailed? I don't know. You know, like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, like squirrel or something else that's (laughs) <laughs> bright eyed and bushy <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But like, I just, it's, I don't know. Who else would be described as a nice boy? <laughs> I think, I think my mom thinks I'm a nice boy. Who will find a nice does Asian she, girl one day. <laughs> does she suggest you carry a knife? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but definitely I've had in, like, sort of, I don't know how serious they were, but I've had chats with my parents about like, you know, when you meet strangers or whatever, like, just run away. I mean, like, dangerous you, strangers, not regular strangers. When you meet strangers for research purposes, run away. <laughs> um, what do you even say to this, though? Like, yeah, I have a weapon. <laughs> you want to see it? <laughs> Thank you. What if they call your bluff? 
They're like, yeah, show me. What do you have? Oh on my god. <laughs> or you're like me at the airport when you realize you have a spring loaded switchblade in your purse. Oh no. <laughs> and they're like, would you like to mail it to yourself? And you're like, I can do that? You're not gonna pull me off the flight. <laughs> Just imagine like a couple of weeks later getting this package from this the airport because you haven't like addressed it at all or whatever and just a knife a message is being sent <laughs> from yeah. me from the past <laughs> but i imagine like what kind of special population this person must be picking up where they they obviously don't have a vehicle recruitment is hard and they ask you questions about whether you have a weapon on I you. I mean, I think it's very clear that this person is working with individuals who are experiencing homelessness. Yeah, or, or housing insecurity, or life insecurity. I need to know more about the study. I need to know more about how they got ethics approved for this. I don't think this one. <laughs> so what are you going to do? I'm just going to pick people up off the street and then drop them off back there. <laughs> Huh. Any particular way you're going to promote your study? No, I figure I just roll my window down and wave them over. <laughs> Come on in. I don't have a weapon and I'm a nice boy. <laughs> That's why's all it, I need to hear. What's the John Mulaney? I don't know. What's John Mulaney doing the study? That's all I need to hear. Um, Come on in. <laughs> it is interesting, though, because this kind of exemplifies the extent to which people are willing to go to complete their studies. You know? Like... I gotta finish my master's on time. Okay, as far as, like, I agree. Um, but as far as sketch program goes, mm-hmm. um, in Hamilton, if people don't know, it's a city in Canada that has a very, very bad problem with um, street-level fentanyl. Uh, and That's what they're known for, actually. Hamilton, the street-level fentanyl capital of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes, but a lot of people OD. And so the university in the city was like... Well, we're going to help these people know what's in their drugs because no other chemistry lab in the city wanted to analyze drug Mm. samples. And so I kid you not, they had a graduate student from the chemistry department (laughs) drive their own vehicle on the street, pull over, have somebody give them drugs, drive back to the lab, do the analysis, and then drive the drugs back to the same street so they were like a really glorified drug mule huh it's just like it's a- verifying it's pure the grad student comes back and it's like yo this is good yeah, i can <laughs> have a master's in chemistry it's on point yeah but paying out of pocket for your research or doing these kinds of things is not anything new yeah i did that for my study I didn't have did? yeah, I didn't have to pick anybody. <laughs> but yeah, I paid my participants. Oh man. It almost makes you wonder, like, not only do you have to pay tuition and you pay for your like food like, and housing and stuff like that. You have to pay for your participants. You have to pay for your participants too, man. What the heck? Nobody's gonna do an interview for an hour for no money. Guy's gotta graduate, you know? Gotta get that master's degree. Man's gotta defect. <laughs> oh man. But it makes you wonder now I have to carry a weapon when I do my research? I mean, obviously not. I just wonder, like, what would be the most non-threatening weapon you could carry on you while doing I your mean, research? I mean, in theory, if you needed to, you could bludgeon somebody with a MacBook Air. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Those edges are sharp, yo. Like, I think you could just, like, one one well-placed, like, MacBook shuriken and just, like... <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it a MacBook Air for nothing. It just flies right through. <laughs> uh, 
this is turning out to be a very inappropriate episode. Hmm. Well, you know <laughs> how it is. Uh, but also, what if you just like during your interviews, you just had like a baseball bat and you put that on the table and you start <laughs> asking questions like really menacingly? <laughs> Do you like a bad cop, good cop scenario? <laughs> For like an <laughs> What is your age? Okay. Uh huh. And uh, where are you from? <laughs> What are you doing here? You got any, uh, thing you want to confess? Got anything in your pockets that could hurt me? <laughs> With this inclusion or exclusion criteria? <laughs> are you currently pregnant? No. Oh, well, man. <laughs> yeah. You're just a little boy. Just a little boy. I wonder if this person would have, like, raised the stakes even more. Or, like, what they would have to be willing to do if this was their PhD instead. They're staying at home on G-Power, just calculating how many participants they need. They're, like, 20 more. It's like full moon is out. Get their baseball bat. <laughs> Try. Time to go recruit more participants. <laughs> oh, what? that's a kind of a neat idea. What if, like... You just went around trick-or-treating. No, not bashing people on the head with a baseball bat. I mean, like, what if you went around trick-or-treating and were just like, do you have time to fill out this research study? <laughs> what are you dressed as? A researcher. <laughs> just as you in pajamas. Really? You look more like a nice boy. Hmm. <laughs> Got a weapon on you? <laughs> oh, not again. Not <laughs> away. This has been Bite Size Confessional, a segment of Grad School Confessional. I'm Dr. Yoa Many thanks again to my co-host, Anna. Anna, give me an honest answer. Do I look like a nice boy who could be taken advantage of? I don't think this is a podcast-appropriate question. No, not like that. Like, physically. That's not better. <laughs> I mean, do I look like I could have combat skills? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, let's just say the answer is so obvious that it doesn't warrant actually saying it. Absolutely not. Hmm. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes so that others can benefit from our mediocre advice. Please also share us with your social network and follow us on Twitter at GSConfessional. And if you have a confession you'd like to make, please use the anonymous link in the description or email thegradschoolconfessional at gmail.com. We're waiting for your funny, interesting, or controversial confessions. Until next time, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Principal Investigator, Amen. <laughs>